Conservative Daily Podcast is back, and your greatest producer ever, Josh, is on. Oh, I'm sorry. Now back to Max McGuire and Joe Altman. Welcome back. Josh, Second Josh hour. Just, Josh just self-promoted. Yeah. Josh just gave himself a little That's back awkward. rub, pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little awkward. Everyone say good job, Josh, anyway. Um, we have 230 comments. It doesn't look like Josh is going to be eating anything spicy today. Hit 1,000 comments, 200 shares, and Josh... Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are throwing you on the bus. Yes. Why? Yes, you're you're firmly under the eco bus. It is not. It is. It does not run on gasoline because gasoline is not so I'm being purchasable. Run over it is a an e bus. A CNG. It's a CNG bus. It is oh. is a CNG hey, bus. Fantastic. I'm, so, so, that's it. I'm out. So I'm going to do a couple of quick. If I can do a couple of quick things that that I want to to uh, announce that are happening. That and some of you might have not have seen this. I think it's important to to uh, to bring this up. And that is at the border. They found these four kids. One was completely naked, curled yep. up. A farmer found those four kids um, at the border. One of the children was completely naked. Uh, I, Max, I can't even, I, you know, as a father, I could never even, I, I just can't. And, and one of the issues that I have with all of these unaccompanied minors coming to the United States is what parent in the right mind would just let their kid just wander across the border? We're not even asking that question. What? 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 We well, know really that happening? a lot. A lot of the parents are already here. So, so the they're, kids they're, decided they're to fall. So the kids left yeah. them there. What are we dealing so, with here? So they they would leave the kids with some family members in mm -hmm. in Central America or in Mexico. The yeah. parents would cross illegally. They get settled, and then they get settled with some kind of extended family member here. So yeah. then, when the kids get get captured, they say they want to go to that extended family member, and then. They basically are just going to their parents and they just disappear so that a lot of them are actually doing that too so it's 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 even worse almost um i mean either way it's bad sending a child to cross the border alone is bad there's no real way around it but you know it's terrifying and, and those kids would have been dead if the rancher didn't find them on his ranch um listen the cartels are paid just to get you across the border they're not paid to get you to whatever city in the united states you want to get to so they, they're counting on Border Patrol catching them. If Border Patrol doesn't catch them, they're not just going to sit around and wait. They leave them there. Their, con their contract has already been fulfilled. It's, it's, a, it's a sick, sick, sick business, but that's, that's how it goes. So in, in other news, there are also some major unrest in Israel right now. Major unrest that's happening there. And among all that unrest, we know that Ilhan Omar has kept her mouth shut, but that does not keep... Uh, Rashida Tlaib from running her mouth about what's happening over there and saying that Israel is promoting racism and dehumanization um, and calling the system an apartheid system. This is the this is the dog whistling that happens with the left. The left just makes things up. It's a very complicated place over in in Israel, and there's a there's a lot of really weird things happening in the Middle East. I mean, it's, you have this small nation in the middle of a bunch of nations that just want to kill the people in Israel. <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah. like a real thing. There's just there's countries all around this yeah. really small country that are just trying to destroy it. So you and listen, you, there were rockets. There were there were rockets being launched into Israel yesterday. Uh -huh. Yeah, there and was. these aren't Gaza. being fired at at military installations. These are being fired into civilian populations. So I don't want to hear from Ilhan Omar or the, that ilk that oh, well, this is a yeah. legitimate protest movement. No, they're firing explosives into civilian neighborhoods firing rockets into civilian neighborhoods. And if it wasn't for the Iron Dome, those neighborhoods would have gotten hit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really getting tired of the left coming to bat for terrorism, coming back for Hamas, Hezbollah. I'm really getting tired yeah. of, of that. But, but, but I mean, that's, that's, that's not that's the, the underpinning. Administration. That's, that's not the underpinning that we should be talking about. Number one, she was giving this um, interview to Ahmed uh, Mohel, Heldin, Moheldin. Right. He's they say he's an American journalist. He's actually not. Um, he used to work for uh, Al Jazeera and CNN. He is a jihadi journalist. He is a leftist terrorist journalist. And you could say, Joe, you don't know that. I could say, yes, I do know that. He was born in Egypt. Yeah, he's, he has a Palestinian mother. I could tell you all about this guy. I could go back in time and tell you all about this guy going back 12 years ago. 
I could tell you about people well, that well, are related to him. My, my point is this, is that you have, an, you have an infiltrated media in our country. And I know this isn't what this is about. We're going to talk about Joe Biden being a crap bag. But, but, the, but we have to start paying attention to where the propaganda is coming from and where the media has been infiltrated by these, these people that want to indoctrinate us as people. They want to destroy the United States. Let's just get it out. And so we, everyone understands the reason why Biden is in office and the coup has happened and the, the election systems are actually owned by private equity firms tied to China and are stealing the, the voice of the American people is because they want to destroy America. They don't want to fundamentally just change it. They want to destroy it. They want to weaken it. That's why these investments are coming here. That's why they're doing the things they're doing. That's why 80% of the stock market is down double digits. That's why those things are happening. That's why inflation is a problem. That's why we're going to talk about what foreign policy, domestic policy, the fact that they're attacking you know, people that love America. They're, they're, they're persecuting people that love America. That's why they're doing this. But to have this crap bag even sit in Congress, sit in Congress and sit there and just do their dog whistling and anti-Semitism everywhere and it be accepted, this person should be taken out of Congress completely. Yeah. Yeah, she, well, yeah, and and we'll probably do, we'll have to devote an entire episode to that because there's too much to get into now what, on what, that. What, last thing that I want to talk about that we that we should bring up, and then we'll get to this, and that is, um, Arthur got arrested. Yes, friend of the show, Arthur Pavlovsky, um, pastor in Canada, got arrested for telling people to go to church. And and by the way, he got arrested in a way that is unbelievable. It's Gestapo issues. It is Nazi. It, it is a Nazi regime. You can you can only say, hey, listen, you can't go to church. We're going to persecute you. They had SWAT teams that surrounded his vehicle on the highway, and dragged him, cuffed him, and dragged him to the car. I don't know if we can find that video, Mr. Producer, but if you can find that video, it'd be great. At the end of this, and when we're done talking about this, we'll show you. And then we'll also show you how to, how to help him. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so, going to get on topic. Lots of crazy gonna, things. I had to bring this stuff lots up. Lots of crazy things. Lots of crazy things going on in the world. And if you want to change it, again, sponsor of the show, How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative. You need to check this out because this is how we can bring good governance back to our nation. Because America needs bold, committed Christian conservatives to run for office. And Americans, these, these, these leaders who are going to take back the country, they need a local support system of Christian conservative campaign managers, directors, pastors, even just regular citizens who want to volunteer their time to take back the nation. If you want to learn how to do this, this is the course for you. It's the only comprehensive campaign training course that comes out the issue from a biblical world view. So make sure you check it out at www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use the special conservative daily discount code of CD10 to get an additional 10% off the already super affordable price. In service to our great country, we all need to work together to glorify God through government for such a time as this. Again, go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use promo code CD10. So we have a clip of... It's not, I don't think this is the Circle Back Girl, but it is from one of Circle Back Girl's press conferences talking about the colonial pipeline. Anyone who doesn't know what is going on, go to my screen real quick, Mr. Producer. This is the colonial pipeline. The colonial pipeline connects all the way from Linden, New Jersey. Anyone who lives in New Jersey, I grew up in New Jersey. Linden, that area of New Jersey is where the refineries are. That is where oil refineries are. It's a big refining area of the country. And obviously the other bit is, is down in the Gulf areas. But this is a pipeline that connects New, New Jersey all the way down to Texas, cutting through the entire Southeast of the United States. Without this pipeline, without this pipeline, it is very hard to keep gasoline in gas stations. It's very hard to keep diesel in gas stations. And we are in the middle of a complete and total crisis here. But I want to show you how the Obama, uh, the I almost called it what it is. I almost called it the Obama administration. I want to show you how the Biden administration is, for lack of a better word, we're handling it. They're saying that this is a private matter. Let's go ahead and play cut number two. So first, we recognize that victims of cyber attacks often face a very difficult situation, and they have to just balance often the cost benefit when they have no choice with regard to paying a ransom. 
Colonial is a private company and will defer um, information regarding their decision on paying a ransom to them. Did you, would the, the administration Actually, offer any advice on whether or not to pay a ransom? So typically that is a private sector decision and the administration has not offered further advice at this time. Given the rise in ransomware, that is one area we're definitely looking at now to say what should be the government's approach to ransomware actors and to ransoms overall. Liz? So on the issue of gas prices, as I indicated right now, there are no supply disruptions and the Department of Energy's <laughs> information agency, the EIA, is doing the analysis right now about potential supply disruptions and what price effects that could have. And we're working with other agencies to consider <laughs> how, if necessary, we can move supplies to a place where it might be needed if it turns out that there is a shortfall. India? Uh, thank you, Jen. Um, my question is just to follow up um, on what Honor was asking. Has the White House broadly considered uh, advice for uh, companies who are victimized by it, it, you know, in such incidents going forward? Is there any advice that you're considering uh, when it comes to paying ransom in the future? So that's a really good question. The first and most important advice is secure your systems. In this case, the ransomware that was used is a known variant. The FBI has investigated many cases of this in the past, as I noted, beginning in October. So the first and most important thing is to ensure that systems are patched and that cybersecurity is maintained at the level needed in a given network. We want to see ransomware not be right, successful, and that begins with... Let's cut it. The, the, the key takeaway here is that this is a private matter. Colonial private matter. major pipeline, colonial private major matter. pipeline is private, it is privately it is. held. It's privately held, so it's but private it is also matter. a national security. It's right. also a national security issue. It's also a, a national economic issue. Um, and uh, it's just so laughable when she says there's no supply disruptions. <laughs> go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is this is a, a little bit of a clip from I believe South Carolina. Just look at the gas. Look at these are all people just waiting for gas. Look at that. These are these are gas lines. And if you go on Twitter right now, they are pretending that the gas lines don't exist. They are trying to claim that the gas lines do not exist, that they're not really happening because gas lines are a Jimmy Carter thing. Anyone who's been who's alive, I wasn't. Thank God. I was not alive during the Carter administration, but gas lines, look how long that is. We're going to take down my screen. The gas lines were real. People waiting all day just for a little bit of gas, just for a chance to fill up their tank. And this is part of what took Jimmy Carter down. I mean, I'm going to put up an image in a second. If I can just get this to work, um, put up an image. It's, it's such a, a, a comparison. Go ahead, put up my screen. This is from the Carter administration. I mean, it's what we just watched. We just watched it. It's happening now. The cars are a little bit newer. The gas is a lot more expensive. I'm not seeing 81 cents a gallon anymore. But this is what brought down Carter, part of what brought him down. And it was his economic policies that helped do it. This, this was completely avoidable, right? We've yes. seen in 100 days, we've gone from complete uh, like energy independence pumping our own uh, oil out of the ground, right? Refining it in, in the country. We've gone from energy independence to now they're actually bringing gasoline across the Atlantic Ocean. Right. We're, we're, we're bringing gas. We're bringing oil. We're having yeah. to import it because they can't move it around the country because the pipeline was just Listen, taken down by if hackers. We can, if, we can, if we can weaken the U.S. economy and we can make us dependent on other countries, then we, we, they can subvert our, our sovereignty as a nation. This is not this is not uncommon to when you when foreign interests have become the mainstay of our society. E even the people that were asking the questions were for foreign journalists. You can say, "Oh, Joe, you're you're just you're racist. You're against foreigners." No, I'm not. But that's not what represents this country. You have generations of people here that have given their lives and sacrificed so the people in other generations can have opportunity, and yet we 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 slight them. I, I man, I, yeah. Max, I. I think it's absurd that people are not paying attention. I think it's absurd that Biden could have a 63% approval rating when the economy is absolutely in turmoil right now. Inflation's a big issue. Yeah. yeah. Energy dependence is a big issue. 
Big issue. We can't even get <laughs> we can't even get circuit boards and chipsets for our cars. That's a problem that we have. Yeah. It's yeah. Un- yeah. So we're we're, we're going to talk about inflation in a second, but I thought it was really interesting that they said in that presidential briefing, that White House briefing, that there are no supply disruptions. Let's go to my screen That's again. That's not let's, true. Let's just look at let's just look at a couple of these supply disruptions. That's from North Carolina. They are out. the the ta- The tanks underneath that gas station are empty. Oh, another one, empty. Nothing there. Oh. We are out of 87 regular on this pump. They're they're dry. Now the fact checkers are going to come out. Well, they still have they still have premium. They still they still have high grade. <laughs> I guarantee you, fact checkers are going to say we don't have a supply issue because they still have premium gas, or they'll say they still have diesel. You know, they, this they, morning they won't even care. Yeah. So this morning I woke up and I I started thinking about how much I just get on people to stand up and say something and do something, and I was like, I wonder if I'm just being too in your face. Like maybe I'm just bringing it up too much. Maybe I'm repeating myself over and over again. And that's not what people want, but I think it's what we need. At some point you, you have to stand up. You have to be able to stand against this stuff. You can't say that there's nothing I can do about it. You can, we can stand up together. If every person that's watching this right now went out and found 10 more people, 10 more people that are like-minded like them, and then told those 10 people to go find 10 more people and had organizational meetings and sat down and discussed what it is you can do, we could have, we could have, an, we could have enough people that we could take back every part of our government, just like they did in Vail County, Arizona, where they got rid of a school board and implemented a school board literally in a couple hours in the lobby. We can do that everywhere. We can get well, rid that of Biden. Is now being com- that, that's now being combated. They're saying that that was not official. So yeah. they're now taking that down. Don't, don't that care. Down. I mean, the, pe- the people have spoken, and I think it's going to turn into a big fight. It's going to turn into a huge fight. And they're going to show up, and they're going to yeah. act like they're the school board because they are the school board. And when you abandon your post, that's what you get. But the government doesn't get to step back in and say, hey, get back in your line. Get back out there on the plantation and pick me some cotton. It doesn't matter what color you are anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're going to virtue signal and do all of these things to take away our ability to, to thrive and survive. Since that clown has gotten into the White House, we have had nothing but turmoil, not just here, but around the world. They have weakened the entire globe, risen the, the level of, of anxiety, anger, fear, risen it, and given in to the evils around the world. That, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, they say that this is restoring the soul of our nation. That's the line that Joe Biden always loves to use. But I mean, it's not a private issue. They claiming it's right. a private issue that the pipeline was hacked. And what happened with the colonial pipeline? Hackers use something called ransomware. It's a type of malware. Basically, they have seized control of the electronics, the computers that run the pipeline, and they're right. refusing to give it back unless Colonial pays the ransom. Very big, I don't know exactly how much it is, but I assume it's very, very big. And if they don't give them the money, then the hackers will just destroy the equipment and then they'd have to start from scratch with all of their electronics, all of their computers, which they might have to do. And it might be down for a long time, which is why it's laughable when Biden says there's no, there's no supply disruptions when anyone living in the Southeast part of the United States can show you supply disruptions. Uh, but that's so, what that's what the malware is. That's what so, happened. to Columbia. So listen, this is the this is you can lock down systems and not have access to those systems, but lock down the systems, which is typically what these randomwares do. And what we've been able to do, and I shouldn't plug this, but I'm going to plug it anyway. Um, so the company that I was the CEO of, Pin Business Network, we 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 build on redundancies. So we'll actually build for companies redundancies that so if one is overtaken, they'll use SHA-256, uh, SHA-512, so deep level encryption technology in order to make sure that you can't get access to data. But if you do infiltrate it and you shut down the system, that we can take all of that, just throw it out, put replace it. And you do that by actually going through and building separate redundancies or copies 
and it's done every two hours, five hours, hour, depending on what organization we're talking about. And as a result of that, even if randomware comes in and says ransomware comes in, you can then isolate it. You now know where the, the critical point of failure is. You take this new system, push it over, take that system, throw it out. It can be done in nearly two to three hours. So most companies don't concentrate on this because like, it can never happen to me. Yet we've seen it happen yeah. to engineering firms and things like that. We were called in Hospitals. the other day. Hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. So we were called in. Um, we, we were... We were called in to say, hey, can you build us a redundant system that allows for um, to a high level security firm? And they're a security firm. And we're like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. We'll just move over here. We build this system over here. We have this system over here. And as soon as this one goes down, this system goes back up. It, it's just engineering a solution. But most companies like them, where you'd think that they would actually, that this would be top on their list, that this would be something that, yeah. that, they, would, that they would have done. But more often than not, as we walk into co to companies, it's the last thing on the list. It's the last thing to even think about. Critical infrastructure like um, energy, you know, electrical plants, same thing. Big problem happened in the uh, early 2000s. Big problem. Yeah. Well, they went in and, and overtook uh, the electrical grid. I think it was in Georgia or Alabama, one of those two. Well, yeah. Biden has rescinded the Trump executive order banning Chinese companies from being involved in the American electrical grid. So now we're going to probably see that in the near future, a backdoor into our electrical grid. Now that foreign companies, Chinese companies are going to be allowed to be involved in it. Trump had banned them, recognizing the risk of letting foreign companies, Chinese companies like interconnect with our electrical grid. That, that's insanity. But now Biden's going to let it happen because I guess Hunter Biden's shaved off 10% for the big guy, something like that, I would imagine. So we, we're getting hit from all sides. Right. But it's not just gas. We've talked about on the show about lumber. Right. Lumber is is insane. Anyone who wants to build a deck this year, I wanted to build a shed. Not going to do that for three times as much as I would have built it last summer. Um, lump, uh, house prices, buying a new house. We're seeing homes that have been under construction for a year already. Now, all of a sudden, in order to sheathe it, they have to increase the price 10, 20, 30 grand just because plywood has gotten to be that much more expensive now there's lots of reasons for that but we're going to see this all across the economy because we're, we're going through something called inflation now what is inflation go ahead put up my screen mr producer inflation is pretty much just a, a, an increase in the price of things right it, it happens over time why does it happen over time well it also happens because as the price of goods and services increase the dollar becomes less valuable. So some amount of inflation is healthy. The Fed likes to hit, wants to hit about 2%. I mean, like stagflation, the opposite can be very dangerous if that is allowed to run unabated. But we, we expect inflation. It ju it, it's just a natural part of economics. What we've seen though, is, and this is why I call this, the, the Biden's the new Jimmy Carter. You look here at the 1970s going into the Reagan administration, you see this big spike well, that's when we jumped from 6% inflation all the way up nearing 14% under Jimmy Carter. And the reason that this is a big deal is because when you see massive amounts of inflation, you also see this. This is the purchasing power of the consumer dollar. This is what I mean when I say as prices increase, the reason that prices are increasing, one of the reasons is because the dollar you have in your pocket is worth less than it was worth the week before. Uh, lots of people like to look at little little consumer products, little little goods and services. Look at a, a price of pizza. Uh, think back to when you were a kid of how much a price of pizza cost. When I was a kid, it was under a dollar. Now you can't, you're, I mean, you can still find a dollar pizza in New York. It's no good. Or a candy bar. Think about how much going to the store, going to whatever store, if you're real old, maybe a five and dime, going to the store and just buying a candy bar. Remember how much that cost. Well, now you start going to the supermarket, candy bars are $1.25, $1.50. They've tried to keep that price as low as possible. They've made the candy bar smaller, all that. But the prices have still ticked up. That's not because chocolate is suddenly more expensive. That's not because caramel is suddenly more expensive. It's your dollar in your pocket is worth less. It can buy less chocolate than it could a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago. And that's what this graph shows, the purchasing power of the consumer dollar. <laughs> 19, in 1940, given that a, an index of 400, and as inflation hits, as inflation hits, your dollar 
is worth so much less. So lots of people try to escape this by investing in gold, investing in Bitcoin, other things. I mean, inflation will get everything in the end, um, because even if you invested in gold, eventually, if you want to cash out, you're going to be cashing out into a currency that is worth less than when you cashed in. Right. So it, it, no matter what, you're going to get hit with this. But what we're seeing under Biden is we're seeing a, a sharp rise in inflation and they're very worried. And one of the reasons that we're seeing a rise in inflation is what I've been warning about on the show for weeks, demand pull inflation. All of a sudden, everyone wants to buy stuff. They want to go on vacations. Everyone is you've locked everyone down. They all of a sudden want to go out and buy stuff. We've also put cash in their pocket, free money, magic money, stimulus checks, right? <laughs> I, I was seeing a statistic. I'll see if I can find it. But apparently like a quarter of every dollar that was ever printed was in the United States was printed in like the last few years. Like that, that's a mind boggling number just from an actual dollar valuation point. But demand pull inflation is what happens when you give everyone in the country $600 and then they all want to go out and just say they all want to go buy a TV. Well, they have that $600 of magic money in their pocket. They're all going to the same stores to buy the TV. And the, and the, and the store owner says, wow, everyone wants my TV. Demand is up. Supply is down because, as Joe said earlier, you can't get all the components. Supply is down. Demand is up. So I'm going to raise the price. So instead of it being a $200 TV, now it's going to be a $300 TV. Well, that might not seem like a big deal, but a 33% or 50% increase is significant, right? So we're seeing this across the board. It's not just TVs. We're seeing it with food. We're seeing it with every single part of our economy, the cost of, of living, right? Because some of these are luxury items, but basic foodstuffs. Last time I looked was up 25%. Up 25%. Wheat. Wheat was well, up 25%. Listen, so far this year, I mean, if we just look at inflation numbers, when we look at them over the last uh, four years that uh, President Trump was in office, our inflation numbers were 1.81%. What was the average inflation rate a year? Currently, we're less than one year in. That inflation rate already is at 3.84%, which we have not seen yeah. since the Carter era. The, yeah. the predicted inflation rate that we will see by the end of the year across the board is 9%. Yeah. 9%. Let me explain to you what that means. Um, at 9%, we talked yesterday about what's happening with wood. There's a there's a waterfall effect that happens in inflation. So it'll start start and start in certain industries and then it'll start to trickle to other industries. And how you typically combat inflation is you lower interest rates and you make it easier to get access to money. Well, where are you going to lower the interest rates to? Can't you can't lower it? You can't go negative. Well, I tell yeah. you what, well, borrow you money, and we will give you. Wanna. We will give you money to borrow money. Yeah. Think about that. If it goes to nine percent this year, well, negative negative interest rates would be if you borrow money, you're going to pay us to hold on to it, right? Well, I'm talking about from the Fed. When yeah. We talk about Fed rates. Yeah. Right. When we start talking about regression on negative rates, when you get to negative, there was a point at which that they would pay you to take oil. It was just two years ago or a year and a half ago. You might, it might have been last year, actually. It was last year. It was, yeah. Where, it was, where it, that, that was a weird deal. It was of, a really weird deal. I made a lot of money. Yeah, it, it, um, <laughs> but the reason why I bring this up is because if it gets to 9%, we're, we're seeing inflationary numbers on certain commodities that are just, un, they're, they're not sustainable, 400%. Yeah. 500%. Imagine if 9%. So they're going to, on one side, Biden said, I'm going to take more from you. So you have to go to work. The average person in the U.S. that works full-time works 47 hours. He says, well, you got to go work 52 hours, 53 hours. So now you see less. So you're going to see a degradation happen of our society and, and divorces go from 50% to 61% to what, 80% where people are like, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. We're going to see it tear at the fiber of our society. Now, keep in mind, we're talking about inflation as if it's singular, like this is a singular yeah. issue. It's not a singular issue. They're going after our education system, which is why it's important that we start fighting back holistically. Stop looking at this as one problem. One of the reasons why we haven't been able to beat down all the things that are happening is because we haven't looked at what they do as just th their entire philosophy on how they run things is evil. It's evil. Yeah. Let's call the left what they are. They're trash. They're pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. Now we can add to that that they're un-American traitors. That's what they are. Yeah. 
So you, we want to show you, I, I, I want to do the deep dive, and I'm no economist, right? I, I didn't take any economic courses. I'm just knowledgeable enough to be dangerous. But I want to explain I'm to everyone what, what it looks like. What it looks like. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is, this is the commodities index for cotton. Now, there's different kind of cotton, cotton commodity that, get, get, that gets traded. But this is currently... You're looking at right here between 87.75. It's it's right here between 87 and 90. You you go back to just January. It was trading down here, right? So yeah, it, it goes up and down, up and down. But the trend line is undoubtedly up, right? Massively. So up. that's that's cotton. This is wheat. Look at wheat. Now there wasn't some blight that wiped out all of our wheat crop. I mean, yeah, sure, there are bad harvests here and there, but this is what inflation looks like. And this is wheat. Oh, we got an ad. Go away, ad. Um, this is what inflation looks like. You, you can't escape this because you hold on to that dollar, and eventually that dollar is going to be able to buy less bread than you could. I mean, that's what this means. Right now, you can buy a lot less bread than you could back in December with your dollar. Now, the prices aren't, it's going to take a little bit of time for the prices to catch up at the consumer level. Companies are going to try their hardest not to have to reduce the size of a loaf of bread because then they have to deal with packaging. They have to change the machinery. They're going to try not to do that. But eventually, they're going to e either need to increase the price that the consumer pays or to decrease the actual amount of product that you get. And we've all seen this. We've all seen this with look, look at a wine bottle. The next time you open a wine bottle and and once it's empty, look at the little part. I don't know the, what it's called, but the little part of the bottom that actually juts up into it. You're not getting as much wine as you used to get. <laughs> the, the boxes of food that you're getting are not as full as they used to be. And that's one of the way they try and get around having to raise prices. But that's wheat. Let's go to corn. Go to my screen. Yeah, you're not going to want to see this. Corn. This is unbelievable. This is, this is worse than corn all the way up here. And we're looking just in December of, of, of 2020, January of 2021. So just this winter, corn's here. Look at that. That's, that's astonishing. You're talking about what? Going from the 500s range to the over 750. You're talking about a 50% increase for corn. Now that's not just your food. That's the feed for your cattle. That is used for biofuel. So that also contributes to the rising cost of gasoline. When you look at ethanol and, and how much ethanol we put in our fuel, corn going up this much, it's not sustainable. And listen, the wealthy, the super wealthy, they're not going to have to worry about whether they can afford they to put to worry food about on nothing. their table. So what does it do? The, the, Max, let's talk about what it does to the average family. But more importantly, it, 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 we start to shrink our budgets as they start to take more. It's yeah. all tied together. Everything that we're doing and seeing here is tied together. Now, there was something that came out. You can actually buy these seeds. Can you go ahead and put up that uh, picture? You can buy these uh, seeds, lumber, seeds. lumber seeds. They're for sale, $5 <laughs> each. Now, some of you won't see the humor in this, but this is actually yeah. funny. Uh, lumber for a... <laughs> for <laughs> Those are toothpicks. That is a little bit of false advertising, so they might actually get me on that. So I might as well just tell everyone that toothpicks are not lumber seeds. If you put them in the ground, a tree will not grow. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're talking about massive amounts of hemorrhaging of people. People are going to die. People die. When inflation happens, lots of people die. Don't talk to me about a pandemic. Don't talk to me about a vaccine. None of that is important to me right now. What's important is making sure that we have sustainable and stable foundations in our country. Our education system's under attack. Our trans, our, our, uh, fuel system, our energy sector is under attack. And it's under attack because we did it to ourselves. Because we let, yeah. we let dumbass Biden run his mouth and sign off on things to take people out of positions to get jobs. Oh, but let's pay everybody $15 an hour and have them work at McDonald's or go to work for the government. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I want to show you. I want to show you what it looks like when you get massive inflation. Now, I hope we're not going to get there. I hope we're not going to get to the point where it looks like this. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. These are pictures from interwar Germany. In Germany in between World War I and World War II. After World War I, the Allied powers imposed significant penalties on Germany. They blamed Germany for the war, even though it was, it was the assassination 
uh, attempt against the Archduke, right? Even though Germany didn't do that. We want the Allies wanted to blame Germany, so they wanted to put Germany down in a way that Germany would never be able to ever rise up again and drag the country, the world into a world war. This is what it looked like. The, the currency, inflation was so bad in, in Germany. The paper money was so worthless. This is a picture of a man wallpapering his home with Deutschmarks, with German currency. It is literally the only worth he could find for it was wallpaper. Wallpapering his house with money. We got more of these. This is a woman who made an apron out of money. Just think about this. She's in there cooking, doesn't want to get her clothes dirty. So what does she do? She makes an apron. An apron, a dress out of money. And a nice, nice little hat you can see there. And then here, children playing with bricks of currency as building blocks. Imagine money being so worthless that your kids are making like little towers in, in, your, in your backyard instead of Legos. Like Legos are too expensive. Here, kids, we can't afford blocks. Here's all of this money. Go play with the money. That's the cheapest form of block that they could find for their kid. That's what we're talking about when we talk about hyper, hyper inflation. Now, I hope we never get there. But what Joe just said, talking about approaching 8 9% inflation, that is terrifying. Because to go there that quickly, there's no way around it. There's, we're going to have serious problems in this country. If you devalue the currency by that much over such a short period of time, just think about it, 9%. Let's round up nice, easy rounding, 10%. Your money is worth 10% less than it was last year. Just think about that. You, you go to the store and you want to buy something with 100 bucks. Oh, sorry, you actually, you need more money. What do you mean? Oh, well, your, your money is actually the equivalent of $90 now. So you have to work harder. You have to work harder and inflation keeps going up. So you have to work harder and harder. This, this, is, this is a killer. If we don't get this under control... And Biden doesn't seem interested at all. I don't. Does he doesn't know how to get it under control. That 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 he's is, causing it. <laughs> all right, listen. I'm going to talk about this because it's going to come back to this cause and effect. The cause and effect of what we're actually dealing with right now is a coup that was created against the American people. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it whatever you want. Matter of fact, if you're a troll on here and you don't believe that it was a coup and you don't believe that they stole the election from Donald Trump, then you are an idiot. You, you are an absolute moron. The whole idea that there's no proof is the most preposterous thing you could ever, ever say to a human being who is American, ever. I've talked to people all over the world. They all say the same thing. Joe, your election got stolen. That guy in office is a clown. He can't get 30 people to show up. The fact that he has a 63% approval rating, we know is complete BS. But what we do know now is that all the truth is coming out. And on most podcasts, they just talk about what's going on and don't tell you what to do. Well, I'm going to tell you what to do. We got to stand up and start spreading the truth. We got to take the truth from places like the Gateway Pundit, from DC Drano, Mike Lindell. And by the way, if you go to my pillow and you put in CD21, that's Charlie David 21, you can save up to 66% on my pillow. Now, this, by the way, he didn't tell us to put that up. That's not a sponsor. That's me telling you that, hey, we wanted to make sure that we got a benefit for you and we could support Mike Lindell. But as we get closer to this, and, and there was a, a, a thing yesterday, as we get closer to accountability, and as they can't keep the, the lid on the volcano anymore and it starts to explode out, now we have to be able to go to the streets. Now we have to take to the streets and we have to be willing to sacrifice. And when BLM and these Antifa crap bags, these terrorists come out on their street, we got to be willing to stand up and say, listen, you either get on this side or the American side or get out. Go somewhere else. But if you want to stop inflation, you want to stop the things that are happening, we got to get back to the cause of it. we got to get back to the thing that, that led yeah. us down this path. And that is poor leadership by a bunch of terrorists. And the left, that's what they are. Let's call them what they are. They're terrorists. These people are here to terrorize. Yeah. And if they're not, why are they on the streets smashing out windows and pointing guns at people and the police doing nothing about it? Because their leadership is trash too. They, they have no courage. Courage is more infectious than fear. And our government is just filled, infiltrated with a cancer of cowards. And they did it on purpose. And all the guys that have courage are sitting at home. 
Say, nah, you know what? You just handle it. No. Yeah. If you want to take it back, you want to stop inflation, you got to stand up. We should be in the streets. They're in the streets in Colombia. They're in streets in Germany, in Italy, all over the world and country, in in China. They're being sent to concentration camps fighting against this tyranny. They're fighting for, they're putting up the flags and the American flags saying, yeah, we want what America has. And we do nothing. And you expect that there to be a, a, that we're not going to go through 9% inflation this year? You expect not to have a Jimmy Carter moment? We're going to have it. We're going to have the Jimmy Carter moment yeah. unless we get to the point where we're ready to fight. Anyway, we're already, FBI, we're already, we're already in Jimmy Carter. We're, we're already at Jimmy Carter. I mean, it's not just the ahead, Jimmy Carter. It's the Kamala Harris, right? Yeah. Laughing about things. <laughs> so we're at we're at 3.8, you said, 3.8%. We're right around 3. here. 4. So we're, we're at 1972. We're right around 1972 now. If we get up to 9%, we're right here. Which is Jimmy Carter, right? Yeah. I mean, th- that's how close we are to, to hitting that point. So we're we're there. I mean, we're we're on our way there. And lots of people people like the the Germany pictures. Here's another one. This one's going to blow your mind. Kids using German currency to make kites. Think about that. The money is so worthless that the kids were not only given a pile of money by their parents to go play with, but they actually made it a kite. And you can see it on the tail. They literally cut up the money and made little, little tiny fins. I mean, a kite, it, it, it's so worthless. It could literally fly away. You lose it and you don't care because the kite at the store would have been 10 times as much. It's actually cheaper to make the kite yeah. out of money and to lose 10 of them than to buy one from the store made out of paper. That's, that, that's where the money is literally worth less than brand new paper. Now, are we? I hope we don't get there. I really hope we don't. But when you see an inflation spike this much, it's really hard to, to just sit back and assume that we won't. Now, that was a picture of a kite. But you know what also flies in the air, Joe? Yeah. Air Make Care Network. Air Make Care Network. Your money's, your, if, if we have inflation, get your money into Air Make Care Network now. $85 for a year. Or if you know you're going to be spending a lot of time outdoors, pay for the three or five year plan. Buy it now because I guarantee you that $85, once we hit 10% inflation, will be worth 10% less. So, so buy your Air Care Network membership now. Air Care Network guarantees that if emergency strikes and you are out in the boonies and you need an air medical transport by helicopter, they will cover the cost as long as you use an AMCN provider. AMCN providers are called upon to transport 100,000 patients a year. This really is the kind of coverage that no family should go Without Even if you have comprehensive health insurance coverage, your health insurance plan is not going to cover the cost of an air medical transport. As we mentioned, it can be 20, 30 grand, depending on where you are. Don't worry. Don't have, no one should have to worry about that. $85 a year covers your entire household, not just you, you know, wife, kids. So as a listener of the show, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card with every new membership. It depends on how much on what term you buy. Do you buy a year or three or five? That determines. But you can get up to $50 back as an e-gift card. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use offer code daily to get this excellent, excellent deal. Go ahead, Joe. You were were jumping in. You know, I I am one of those people that reads a lot about economics. Economics to me is something that it drives everything that we do here. We look at you know, how do we actually make things better? I look at revenue numbers. I look at people. Um, we constantly look at engagements. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit more sharp on the, the stick when I just tell you what I think. I, I, I stay very authentic. But when I look at economics, when I, when I start worrying about where the country is going economically, it has a lot more of an impact on people's ability to survive than saying that this person's mean to me, they must be a racist. Or it has a lot more to do with that. And yeah. when you start looking at the degradation in our society, it's, you don't have to look very far, people. They, they want to increase we- us to a welfare state. They want to take more from the wealthy. They, we have inflation of 10%. We have uh, 9%, sorry. We're headed towards we're 9% there, by the end there. of the year. By the end of this year, they're predicting to be 8.89%. But, and these are, these are really smart... Um, economists, ones that 
have been shunned for a long period of time that predicted what happened in 2008. So as, as we get further down this road and we start looking at all the holes that we have to plug, sooner or later, those plugs are going to become too big. It's going to become too big of a problem. So we have to turn our, we have to turn our sights on the problem, not the symptoms to the problems. The symptoms that yeah. we deal with are inflation. The symptoms we deal with are going to be division. They're going to be erosion of our uh, education system. And by the way, the people that we have running these things are foreigners. I'm going to call it what it is. Whose nations yeah. are complete trash, but they bring that stuff here. It's kind of like people from California moving to other parts of the country. They bring that trash and they bring that, that bad economics to, to your neighborhood, to your area. So, so if we don't address the problem, the problem is bad government, bloated government, dishonest government, people that want to destroy, take, have an, inst, uh, an, uh, an appetite to get more from you. It's unquenchable appetite, unquenchable thirst for more taxes and more dollars from you. With, with by the way, no accountability. We have a government problem. We have a problem in our country with the people that don't represent our interests. And we're surprised by the outcome. We're surprised when we have activist judges. We're surprised when, I mean, we go down the line. And yet we let these leftist terrorists continue to do what they're doing. And so I go back to the fact that we have to take back our government. We have to shrink our government. We have to put pressure on our government. We have to get in the streets. See, the one thing I could say about yeah. what Antifa did is that they actually stood up, albeit they were getting paid to do it, and they didn't have to sacrifice much because they're a bunch of worthless people anyway. But yeah. if you want to change it, then quit talking about it and be about it, which brings me into what we're doing with FEC United, opening up a chapter in Michigan and the things that we're doing in other states like California and such. You got you to gotta be willing to sacrifice. You got to be willing to give. You got to be willing to become a part of something that is, a, that is looking for a solution. And one of the problems that I have with many of the, the influencers that are out there is that they don't, it's all about money. It's all about, oh, you know, I got to create ad revenue. And we just started doing sponsors, Max. Did we not? Yeah. We didn't do sponsors before. We're like, okay, we're, we, we, and, and we go through 20 or 30 different things. I didn't want to do sponsors to start with. I didn't. And I'm like, all right, if we're going to do it, we got to find ones that actually support who we are, boycott and boycott. But if we don't get to that place where we actually start having reasonable, important conversations, hard conversations that talk about how we can build solutions to the problem, man, we're going to fall. We're going to fall fast. We're going to fall fast because we're already there. We're already on a boat with 500 holes in the bottom of it. And we are sinking fast. And I'm not talking 1972 to 1979 sinking fast. I'm not talking about that thing sinking fast. Look, if it goes from 3.84% to 9% in one year, it will be the largest amount of inflation we've seen since the 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's going to happen? You know how you fight that? You can't just let that keep going. You fight that in two ways. You decrease bond prices and you increase interest rates. So what's that going to do to the stock market? Well, all of a sudden, the interest rate that you get just by parking your money in a savings account, all of a sudden, is it really worth putting it in, in stocks when, when, you, when you, you can't? Obviously, that's a gamble. But all of a sudden, people who have money, we feel more comfortable with, with liquidating it and putting it into just a savings account. And as you get these what they call whales, the big accounts start to sell, that drives the price of those stocks down, right? As, as they're sell, buyers are, are buying it up. And everyone wants to buy at a lower price. So it drives the actual stock prices down, which hurts the little guys, right? So your, your credit card interest rate will go up. Your credit card interest rate is variable. It, it depends on the set interest rate. So if the Fed increases interest rates, you will have to pay more on your credit card. And if you are unemployed and, and you're, you're month to month trying to figure out how to make things work and you're relying on a credit card, to get by, all of a sudden, you're, those things are going to cost more because you're going to be paying more in interest. If you have a student loan that is at a variable rate, that's going to go up. If you have a home loan that's at a variable rate, that's going to go up, right? So the best advice I can give anyone is if you if you have the means and you have 
large loans or whatever that are set in variable rates, refinance while you still can. Because if they end up raising rates, which is entirely possible, that's the strategy to fight inflation. You raise interest rates. If they do that, it's going to hurt the little guys. Just listen, the big guys can move the money around. They can move the money from stocks and bonds, put it into savings, right? They, they can play the games and they'll be fine. Even if they lose, they're still going to be fine because they, they have everything they could possibly need for 10 lifetimes, 20 lifetimes, 100 lifetimes. It's the little guys that get screwed. So yeah, if you haven't refinanced yet, refinance, set that in, lock that interest rate in, because if if we if it jumps up to nine percent inflation, so you you so, have to raise rates at that point. So can I I should tell everyone this because I think it's important. Um, and look, I I'm I'm unapologetic about what I say about what we need to do. Right, I'm unapologetic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down and tell you that we're not in a civil war. We are in one. What preceded the Holocaust? in World War II was the same type of anti-Semitism we're actually experiencing now. Yeah, Listen yeah. to what I just said. Well, the thing that we're seeing that happened with uh, uh, Rashid Tlaib saying the things that she's saying about Israel in the middle of rockets being fired into Israel, that is that anti-Semitism, the thing that we see where, where Catholic priests or, and, and cardinals are actually getting on TV and talking about denying, I'm just going to go back in time, denying uh, Biden and Pelosi because of their uh, pro-choice stance on abortion, denying them communion. Those are all things, if you trace them all the way back, those types of markers, those types of conversations, that type of, of, of thing that was happening, that was happening between World War I and World War II. It led to what we dealt with where tens of millions of people died in World War II. Murdered. Well, what, hap what happened in, in the Weimar Republic, as we've just talked about, with all of the different pictures, go back to my screen. This is another one I didn't show yet. This is a guy literally going to make a purchase with a wheelbarrow of money. Yeah. Because that, that's how much you need to make basic purchases. When you live in, in, in when your life is this destitute, when you, when you have nothing, yeah. people want to know who did this to me. They want to know who is it that made my life savings so worthless that my kid is flying a kite with it, or my wife is making an apron, or we're wallpapering our house, or we're using it to start the fire in the fireplace. Who is it that did this? And in Germany, you had Hitler, you had others who rose up and said it was the Jewish people that did this to you. That if it was not for Jewish yeah. bankers and whatnot, that you would not have hyperinflation. When in reality, it was the allies who imposed these, these horrible, horrible regulations on Germany. But People rose up and said, oh, it's the Jews. The Jews did this to you. So, so when you, you wonder how does anti-Semitism take root, you have to understand that people were, were, had nothing. And they're, and they're just trying to say, why is this? How can I work my entire life and now I have nothing? They are, they are looking for someone to blame. And, and, and that by, is when really way, scary stuff happens. And, and Max, you're absolutely right. But what we're also seeing is what happened in 2008. I remember having a conversation in 2009 with a, an older woman at uh, Target and she's working at Target and we just start talking. We're sitting outside and she goes, yeah, you know, I had to go back to work because I lost my entire savings. My husband worked for GM. We had a retirement. She had to go back yeah. and work as a, as a, a you know, a person, a, a customer service greeter and her husband worked for GM for 35 years. She was 70 years old, just getting a job so she can pay her basic bills. We forget about the fallout of what happened in 2007, 2008. We forget about what happened. And I'd, I'll never forget what happened in 2008, but it was awful. But we're, we're, we, yeah. we get to reap the benefits of having this, this, the, this same type of mentality that we're building right now. This, this let's lie about what we're trying to accomplish while we destroy the average American family. That's what they're doing. They're destroying the yeah. average American family, and you are watching it happen. I'm a, and by the way, I, I, I got to tell this experience. I think we have time. We have a couple minutes. Max, I went to refinance my house. Yeah. I went to refinance my How'd house. How'd that go? I went to a bank to refinance my house Yeah. in January. In ja How'd that we're go? In, we're, in, we're in May right now, right? Mm -hmm. That was in January. So I called up and they so said, oh, you're, so you're on the, this woman says you're on the list. And by the way, guys, yeah. I'm going to tell you who the bank is, who the banker is, if they don't resolve it. But do you want to know why it's taken from then till now? 
because they don't want to do it because it's not it's not new it's not a new loan they don't get to make nope. as much money on it nope. they don't want to that's do not it. it why because Eric the Coomer? woman that because of Eric Coomer because the woman that is no. actually doing the loan I swear to you no yeah because really? the woman that's doing the loan the woman that is doing the the home loan does not want me to get the loan with her bank really I I kid you not. I, I kid you I, not. I, I, I so believe it. I'm, they, I'm they have no idea what's about to happen. And I, and I had to go all the way up to the bank president. I go, my friend just went through your bank, and he got it done in three and a half weeks, including the appraisal. Yeah. Three and a half weeks. I've been four months. And yeah. it wasn't until I had the conversation with her, and she had this attitude, and she had been dealing with my wife. I hadn't been dealing with me at all. And she's like, oh, well, we're still about four weeks out. You're welcome to go to a different bank. She actually said you, that Have me. you locked in an interest rate with them or, or no? You're right. ba- oh, yeah, so back, in Janu- in. back in January or, or December. She goes, we're still locked in. And, and now I hear the rumblings that it's because I'm, because I'm involved in the election integrity. So this one, yeah. this woman's uh, trying to be an activist. How many of you that listen, how many of the tens of thousands of people that listen to this would share it if you knew the bank was actually doing it because they wanted to hurt me for standing up for you? Because that's what's happening. My, and my wife's like, please don't do anything yet. Please don't do anything yet. Let me see if I can get this done. Let me see if I can do this done. Yeah. And, yeah. and by the way, that, that's it's not an equity position. It's not, it's not an equitable. It's not a problem with equity. It's not. Yeah. I don't have any debt. I have no debt. Well, yeah. You, you talk about real estate. I mean, even if you can get a loan, people are going out to buy houses and they're being, they're losing bidding wars to cash buyers. Yeah. Have you, have you, have you seen this? I have, I have a couple of friends who are trying to buy a house, even when they have the letter in hand from the bank pre-approval, it means nothing because the the seller would much rather have cash. Why? Again, s- stop and think. If you want to sell, this is a great time to sell. But stop and think and ask yourself why so many wealthy people are trying to pay over market value for so many houses. We all know that the housing market. We are in a bubble. Yeah. Why do you think that people are going in and offering 50, 75, 100 k over asking and paying cash? Why do you think they're doing that? Because they understand what's coming down the pike inflation they understand that if they hold on to that cash that cash is going to be worth less so they might as well buy property even above market value they feel com- more comfortable buying property than sitting on the cash or right. by then putting in the stock market Th- this is all connected guys it's all connected everything we have going on in this country everything that just seems off that seems weird with prices are off it's all connected with this inflation that we're going through and and we're don't don't kid yourself this will get a lot worse before it gets better. Pick up a history book, read about Jimmy Carter and what the United States went through under Carter, and you will see exactly what we're about to go through under Biden. And the gas lines that we are seeing today are just the start. It is just the tip of that iceberg. Right. And that is why the fact checkers are trying to claim that there are no gas shortages, that the gas lines you're seeing are, are not real, because that site, and the experience of people having to sit in line for gas. That experience is so negative that Carter was ripped out after one term. And they don't want, they're coming and providing political cover for Biden. They don't want him to suffer the same fate. But everything going on in this country look, look is Look what's all happening linked, to us right now. Look what's happened to us. All because we let a coup happen. You have an opportunity to change that. You can share this, by the way. You can share the podcast after the fact. You can go and leave us a review. You can text in 89517. Make sure you don't miss it. Freedom to 89517. You can sign up for our email list. You can send this on and advocate for us if you're on the email list and sending that out to 10 to 20 to 30, 40, 50 more people. You, you can be the one. You can be the ambassador that helps the voice of reason get out there. You can do that. But if we don't do, any, yeah. if we, if we don't do anything, if we, if we sit here and do nothing, then don't expect us to be able to save our country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's terrifying. People, people, Eva in the comment section on Facebook says, I guess it's time to liquidate, liquidate anything of value. Well, it, it's one of those things where it, it, it's kind of confusing. What do you do? Obviously, if you own property, yeah, then you have a chance to sell it for a huge gain, right? Um, and if you, if you have that property, it'll always still have value, right? But you can't feed your, your family with property. 
right? But when, when you're talking about generational wealth, if you have large, large amounts of property that, that have been handed down generation to generation, and all of a sudden some foreign buyer wants to buy it because they just want to park money on your farm, on your ranch, right? Uh, on a house that's been in your family for generations. It, 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 it's, yeah, you might want to sell it, but what's that effect going to have on your family that that family home that your grandfather, great-grandfather built, the farm that your family's been been working for generations, all of a sudden now it's in someone else's hands. So it, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? Um, but we got to do something. And, and just sitting here and doing nothing about it, inflation is going to hit us and, and it's going to be a shock. It, it's going to be a shock. You start looking at sub-Saharan Africa, what some of these countries have gone through with hyperinflation. You look at Somalia, where, where the money is so worthless that they literally just have to go through a barter system where no one wants to use cash, they'll trade you a goat for whatever, right? They're literally just taking whatever they have and that's right. their currency because the cash means nothing. No one has any faith in the government. Because remember the money, I don't know if you saw Elon Musk, Joe, on, uh, on SNL, but he was joking about Dogecoin. He said Dogecoin is about as real as the dollar, which he got some flack for, but it's right. The dollar only has value if people believe it has value. Dogecoin, cryptocurrencies only have value if you believe you have value. Gold only has value, though, though gold does have some industrial uses, right? Metals, precious metals do have some industrial uses. Um, but if, if, if we get hyperinflation, yeah, you might be able to sell your gold, but people are going to be worrying more about feeding their family than whether or not they can get a truly gold, wing, gold ring to give their, their wife or birthing person as a present for birthing person's day. Um, so Joe, as, as we wrap up, any, any final words about Fight. what inflation is coming down the pike? Oh, I, I'm telling you it's coming down the pike. And, and actually, uh, John Bone said, don't sell your house. He's not wrong. Don't sell your homes. Insider John Bone 24. He, he's not wrong. Don't sell your homes. Sit on, if, if you can. Be careful. Be very careful when you go to rent your home and buy another home because of some of the draconian rules that exist that can keep someone into your home. And if it's not paid off, how they can ruin it and, and live there for a year yeah. without, without any repercussions to them. But, but I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm just going to reiterate it again. We have to get to the place where we fight. Be willing to fight. Be willing to stand up. Be willing to have a voice. Be willing to, to sacrifice something. You're, you're sacrificing things now. R right now, you're at 4%. You're sacrificing 4% more to get the same thing if you're lucky or 200, 300, 400% more if you're talking about a piece of wood. Gas prices are going to go through the roof. We're going to have civil unrest. They're going to continue to put foreigners in positions of power and authority to rule over you. They're going to continue to take more of your tax dollars. And it's time that we start fighting back. We have to tear down what they're doing, and we have to replace it. We have to replace them. You have to run for office. You have to. You have to get in the streets. You have to go talk to your neighbors. You have to do things to make sure that you can stop them from doing the things that they're doing to hurt your family. You can stop the school systems from, from teaching this critical race theory. You can stop them from teaching gender fluidity. If you want to be gay, go be gay. Go. But don't train kids to be gay. Don't recruit kids. These are all big problems. Should yeah. we accept people where they are? 100% we should. But you don't want to yeah. create an environment where you just you, you destroy just the mental aspects of what's right, wrong, good, bad. Who am I? What am I? Leave the kids alone and start fighting for the things that matter. In D.C., yeah. they gave a permit to the BLM and did not give a permit to the veterans to ride through on July 4th. Let that sink Shameful, in. Shameful, isn't it? Let that yeah. sink in. That's the trash that we're dealing with right now. Yeah. And as my friend last it night, really who is. is who is he's an he is as liberal as the day is long. He's like Joe, I, you know I'm a liberal. He goes, but Biden is trash. You're right. He listens to yeah, this show every day. Yep, yep. He, they're trash. And if you want to drag that trash out of office, I will say again, check out our sponsor for the show, Run for Office. How to run for office as a Christian conservative. Make sure you check out link in the description because we got we got to take this country back and. uh and the only way to do it is really to get uncomfortable and to start running for office, to start helping people run for office. And because uh, short of that, 
if if that fails, then we start talking about doing Second Amendment things. So we you gotta, circle, you gotta exhaust all we, of the we circle the wagons, guys. Before we get to that, we're circling the wagons right now. Let's circle the wagons. And there are so many people that you don't even know support what we what how we see things. Two hundred million people, two hundred fifty million people. And Antifa and BLM represent a very small sliver of our society. 100,000 people? You've all seen it. I mean, you can't see it. There's no, nothing out there that shows people liking what they're doing. Yet we let, we let 100 people go in the streets and disrupt traffic, and then we let them dox them. Why? we got to flip the script here, guys. we gotta, we got to get involved. Boycott, boycott. That's what it's going to take. Yeah. It's going to take us doing that to get us to a place where we can win. Hey, God bless you guys, though. Listen, he's still at the wheel. Yeah. He's in the middle of everything that we're doing. Don't forget that. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, cannot stress it enough, make sure you subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. That's how we are able to prove our numbers to our sponsors. So even if you watch live, please do subscribe. Please do download the audio version as well when it comes out. And maybe you listen to it. Maybe you want to learn more about inflation Share the audio podcast with people. Share it, share it, share it. And you can find the audio podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. If you have an iPhone, MacBook, um, Air, uh, iPad, make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and help us rise up in those rankings. We go live Monday through Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern, available on Facebook, YouTube, DLive, and conservative-daily.com. So make sure you check out all those links and bookmark them because you never know when we're going to be taking off Facebook or DLive, or any of it. Twitch Twitch is coming. As soon as they figure out we're on Twitch, they're probably going to remove us. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And this is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.